Sukkah Dav Tezvav, 19 lines on the bottom of Yudal and Amibes. Itma, we learned. Hafchan al if you take posts and boards and you turn them on its side, Rav Huna Amapsula, Rav Huna says that apostle, Rav Chistav, Rav Huna Amaksheria, they say that it would be kasha. Now, what are we referring to? So, Zok Taisis, that according to Rav that we had yesterday, based on the Machlekes between Rameya and Rav Yuda, it would only be Dafkal if you're Rameya, and the Machlekes would be when it's more than Fort Fachim, where Rameya says that a board that's more than Fort Fachim is possible because of Xeris Tikra, and the question is, if you turn it on its side, and now on that side, it's less than Fort Fachim, would it be kasha or not? And we'll explain that in a moment. And according to Shmuel, it could be Ladivri Akal, because Ladivri Akal, if it would be more than Fort Fachim, both Rameya and Rabbi Yehuda agree that such boards are possible, and therefore the question is, if you turn it on the side, would it be kasha or not? And Lafi Shmuel, the question could even be Lafi Rameya, if it would be somewhere between three Tvachim and four Tvachim, because Lafi Rameya, such boards would also be possible based on Xeris Tikra, as we learned yesterday. However, what is the basis for the Machlekes? So Rav Huna holds that since these boards, which are four Tvachim wide, are puzzle, therefore, even though they're puzzle only based on Xeris Tikra, but still, we look at it as an intrinsic soul, and therefore, we can't use this board at all, no matter which way you turn it. However, the other Madarim, Rav Chista and Rav Rav Huna, they say that it's kosher because Eina Chinami, who is Xeris, he can't use it when it's four Tvachim wide, but the only reason that he can't use it is only because of Xeris Rabbana, because of Xeris Tikra, because it looks like a house. However, this board is not intrinsically puzzle. It's not like a metal post, for example, which is a Dava Makabal Tumor, and therefore it's puzzle no matter which way you turn it. And therefore, if you turn it on the side, Zok Rav Chistan, Rav Bavuna, that it would be kosher. So the Gemara tells us a story. Ikla Rav Nachman was Rav Nachman went to Surah, and Rav Chistan, Rav Bavuna were there, and Olugabe, Rav Chistan, Rav Bavuna. So Rav Chistan and Rav Bavuna went to visit him to ask him this specific Shaila. And we later said to him, Havchan Atzidei Mao, what would be the din in this scenario? That it's puzzle, just like Rav Huna said, and the reason is because Nasu Kishputin Shematechas. We look at it as if it's intrinsically schach puzzle, just like it would be metal posts. Amulu Rav Huna. Rav Huna said back to Rav Chista and Rav Rav Huna once he heard the psak of Rav Nachman. Didn't I tell you that he's going to say like me? And some have the guest over here. Didn't I tell you that you should say like me and Pascha like me? Amule. They said back to him. Me Amulu my time of Loikablinimene. Did you tell us a reason for your svar that you said? Puzzle and we were in Makabal. You didn't explain it to us. He responded back to him. Did you actually ask me what my pshat is and I didn't tell it from you? You should have asked me what the pshat is and then you would have been Makabal that I make sense and the din is puzzle, just like Rav Nachman explained to you as well. And the Gemara continues. Let's bring a raya to Rav Huna and to Rav Nachman that it's actually puzzle. We have a Bryce that says that if you have a sukkah that does not hold a person's head and most of his body and his shulchan, which is not seven. By seven tvachim, or you have the breach in the lower part of the sukkah where a gedi, a goat, could actually go in easily and pass through and enter into the sukkah. These two cases are not going to be relevant to our raya. Or you place on a sukkah a board which is four tvachim wide, and even if the board only takes up three tvachim in the sukkah, that the din is puzzle. So the Gemara says, Hey, what are we referring to over here? Must be talking about a case exactly like we were talking about before. You took a board that's four tvachim, you turned it on its side, and now it's less than three tvachim or three tvachim. And we still see that the Bryce says that it's puzzle. So you see that Rav Nachman and Rav Hun are correct, that even though you turn it on its side, it's an intrinsic soul and it's considered schach puzzle, and therefore it's puzzle. And that Gemara says, because what we're talking about over here is a very specific scenario. You took one board, and you took the board.
board and you place it at the opening of the sukkah, which means every sukkah generally has three sides which had walls and the fourth side is completely open. And therefore, when you took this board, you put it at the point of the sukkah, which mamish right at the edge of the open side and it's actually going over it a little bit. The ayel tlusel gav and therefore three parts and three tvachim of the board is actually in the inside of the sukkah and the inside where the walls are. The apichad labar and one tefach is actually outside of the area where the walls are and as we show him explain, we're talking about over here a sukkah that's exactly Zion by Zion only once you include in it the schach that's at this point where it has this large board and the Gemara says now this piece which has a tefach that's going outside of the area where the walls are it's like a schach kosher that goes outside the sukkah we know that when you have a sukkah which is Zion by Zion for example and you have walls and then there's a little bit of schach that goes over as an extension the din is that that area you could sit in and it's considered a kosher sukkah because we look at it as schach kosher even though there are no walls surrounding that area because you already have a schach kosher that's a sukkah that we have later on but over here also we're going to look at it the same way and we're going to say since we have a board that's four tfachim, even though if we'd only look at the three tfachim that are within the walls and the area of the sukkah now we would have a sukkah kosher because we have three tfachim of this board plus four tfachim of kosher schach and therefore we'd have seven tfachim by seven tfachim and it would be kosher sukkah but by the fact that we have that extra tefach on the board which makes it four tefachim and therefore that's schach puzzle therefore it passes the entire sukkah and we can't use the entire sukkah now keep in mind that in a chinami if this sukkah would be a sukkah gedol it would be a very large sukkah therefore we would say that any area where it's within the walls would still be kosher because you would have an area that's more than seven by seven even without including the schach puzzle which is a board of dal tefachim as since that board is placed on the side of the sukkah where it's completely open then we would just disregard that board we look at the regular schach which is schach kosher which is in a very large area and around that schach kosher there are three walls and therefore of course that would be a schach kosher and it wouldn't be a problem the reason why we're here the entire sukkah becomes a schach puzzle is because it was exactly Zion by Zion as we explained at the bottom of Rashi over here explains that over here since we're talking about the last side of the sukkah which is completely open therefore we couldn't use Doif and Akuma but the Rishonim and Achreinim are bothered since we're talking about a small sukkah over here the concept of Doif and Akuma would not help or hurt us in our scenario. And we continue with the Mishnah on Maziva. If someone has a roof or a ceiling made out of boards, and Stam Tikra, as Rash points out, is four Tfachim wide, and it doesn't have any plaster on it, they used to take plaster, which would be used as waterproofing that actually formed the end result of a roof or of a ceiling. So Rabbi Huda says as follows, In order to be machshed the sukkah, Beishameh says, you actually have to loosen each and every single one of the boards move them around a little bit and you also have to take out one of every single board between every two boards and then you add schach kosher to that area and we'll explain this in the Gemara further. However, Basil says either you have to loosen the board or you have to take one board from between them. All you have to do is take one board from between the other boards and you are not allowed to just move them around. That would not actually help Lafidi Rameo and we'll explain this Mishnah in the and why they such a sukkah that you have is because since this roof was made for a bias and it wasn't made as a sukkah, therefore there's a psal tasalasri. And therefore, if you loosen any boards, therefore you did a maiso, and now it's considered that you made the schach, and therefore will be kasha, and And if you actually take one board out from between every two boards, you're also making a maizah and therefore 
there's not a problem anymore of Tasboy Minasri. Now Lukhari really had a Mishnah before that said that if you have boards that are four tvachim wide, then that's considered schach puzzle. So why did Basil only talk about Tasboy Minasri over here? Rashi points out because we're going like Shitas Rab that learned the machlekes between Ramea and Rabbi Huda that we had in the previous Mishnah, specifically when you had boards which were larger than four tvachim, and Rabbi Huda over there held that it's kosher even though it's four tvachim or larger because he didn't hold of the whole Xeris Tikra. And therefore, that's why the Fibesil, the only thing he's concerned about over here is only a concern of Tasavoyim and Asri, and therefore he gives two Shaitzes as to how to get rid of the problem of Tasavoyim and Asri. Ellen Zagamara says, Beisham and my time out, according to Beisham, what's Pshat? If it's Pshat that you have to get rid of the problem of Tasavoyim and Asri, all you should have to do is either Neutlachas being time or be Mephakfik, but you don't have to do both. And Imashim Xeris Tikra, if he does agree that there's a problem with Xeris Tikra, then Neutlachas being time, Sagi. If you actually be Mephakfik, and take away the problem of Tasavoyim and Asri, and it actually doesn't help us because you still have boards that are four Tvachim and more. And according to Beisham, if you're telling us he has a problem with Xeris Tikra, then you still have the problem with Xeris Tikra and you didn't help anything. So the only way, according to Beisham, that he could really help the problem of Xeris Tikra is only if you know till Achazim time because the Schach Puzzle will be on the sides and will be within Dalat Amis of the walls and will say Daifin Akuma. And then in the center of the Sukkah, you'll have to make sure you have an area that has an area of seven by seven Tvachim that has Schach Kasha and that will be Machsha, at least that area, to sit in the sukkah. And the Gemara responds, The reason that Bishama has a problem over here is because of Xeris Tikra. And this is what he meant. Even if you remove the actual boards and therefore you take away the problem of Tasfal and Asri, that's not enough because you know you don't have time in. If you actually remove one board from the middle and you place it with Schach Kasha, then that would be fine. But if not, that wouldn't work. But keep in mind that based on the way we're learning the Gemara, according to Beis Hill, you could actually sit anywhere you want in that sukkah because as we explained Beis Hill holds like Rabbi Yehuda did in the previous Mishnah that there is no Xeris Tikra at least according to the way Rav explained it that even when it's four Tfachim or more there is no Xeris Tikra and therefore of course you can sit anywhere you want in the sukkah however Beis Shammai is actually holding that there is a problem with Xeris Tikra on any board that's four Tfachim or more and therefore anywhere in the sukkah where there's a board that's four Tfachim you now sit on there because that's Chach Pasol and the only place where he's being Machsha is only in the center area where there's a Zion by Zion area of Schach Kasha because you were neutral Achas Mi Bin Tayim. And the Gemara continues, Ihach, if you can explain Beishamay this way, Ema Sefer, let's see the end of the Mishnah. Rameo, Rameo said, Neutral Achas Mi Bin Tayim, Avaloyi Fakfik, you have to take one board out from between them and fill it with Schach Kasha, but you can't just move around the boards and loosen the boards. So the Gemara says, Rameo, Haino Beishamay, Lechayo comes out, Rameo and Beishamay, the same Shito, and first of all, we don't want Rameo to hold like Beishamay because the Psach is never like Beishamay, and number two, then Rameo should just say that. On that, the Gemara says, Hachi Kama, this is what Rameo meant to say. That Rameh holds it was never machlekes between Beishamah and Beisol because Beisol also holds that there's a problem of Xeris Tikra. As Rameh says in the previous Mishnah, Rameh is the man that holds the Firab that when it's four Tvachim and more, then there's a problem of Xeris Tikra. And therefore, that would be the same thing. They can't just move around the boards and take it to the problem of Tasbah Minasri. You actually have to be Neutral Achas Mibin Taim. So now the Gemara is bothered that if you're explaining the Mishnah this way, the Rabbi Huda is actually saying there's machlekes Beisol and Beishamah if you say Xeris Tikra or not, and Rameh holds everyone agrees that there's a Xeris Tikra. So, Fred Kamar, my Kamash one, what is the Chiddush that you're teaching us? Do Rameh is like Xeris Tikra, from Yehuda less like Xeris Tikra? Do Rameh hold that there's a Shita that everyone agrees that Xeris Tikra applies when you have boards that are four Tvachim more, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, there's no Xeris Tikra at all? That's exactly the Machlech that we had in the previous Mishnah. The time we learned in the Mishnah, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you could go and make Schach out of boards that are four Tvachim wide. This Kamar is, of course, going like Shita. Rab, as we were learning 
this entire time. And Rameya says it's also because we have a problem of Xeris Tikra. And the Gemara is a bit sarachbiya because Lachari, we could just say that the Chiddush of this mission is that this actual machlek is Beishameh Beisol, at least Lafi Divra Behuda, if you're going to say that you have Xeris Tikra or not. But Lachari, the Gemara's question is actually that why do we have to have the first Mishnah? We should just have this Mishnah, which actually explains it more and says, Rabbi Yehuda says it's a machlek between Beisham and Beisol. And Rameya says that everyone agrees that there is a Xeris Tikra. And the Gemara answers, the first mission that we had yesterday was not discussing the Xeris Tikra at all and it was talking about a case where the boards were less than four Tvachim and therefore according to everyone there's no problem of Xeris Tikra at least the way Rav's learning and they were smooth and they were finished boards and therefore they were Pshute Kliyates and they were not really going to be Mechabal and therefore they should really be Kasha however there's a problem because of Xeris Kalim the Machlech between Rabbi Yehud and Rameya on your Dalim Alf is as follows Rameya holds that since these boards are smoothed out and therefore they want you to make them into a kli and you can make them into a box therefore when people see you using them as schach people will think they could even use kalim for schach and therefore we have a not to use them but Rabbi Huda would hold that there is no xerah kalim and therefore they would kosher that's shot in the first Mishnah and then our Mishnah in Hanami is talking about xerah tikra and therefore there is actually only one Mishnah that discusses xerah tikra and therefore there's no problem but the Gemara now says that we know that we just explain our Gemara like the words of Rab and we know that Rabbi Huda Rab that Rav himself holds the that if you go and use schach and use the male axe pole which we explained before was a pshuta kliates and it didn't have a receptacle and therefore it was not makabal tumah the din is that it would be ksheira but if you actually go use the female axe pole which actually had a receptacle where the metal head of the axe was slipped into and therefore we held that that was something that was a dava hamakabal tumah and therefore was possible to use as schach and therefore we see like that Rav did not make Xerah to say that you can't use the male axe pole as schach because maybe you'll mix it up with the female axe pole and therefore Hakinami here also in the first mission you can't go and touch it talking about Xerah's Kalim because we shouldn't make Xerah because people might mix up that you might have boards which are smooth which are definitely something which is not Mechabal Tumah and therefore the Kach Meschach or to other Kalim which are Mechabal Tumah people realize that there's a difference and therefore of course we shouldn't make such Xerah and it can't be this Machlech is Rameh and Rabiud in that case where a would say that we have Xeris Kalim. And therefore the Gemara says it's Muchach El Al Kachach, Reisha Pligib Xeris Tikra, the Sefer Pligib Xeris Tikra. That both the Reisha, which means the first Mishnah on Yudal Menalv, as well as this Mishnah on Tesvav Menalv, both argue on Xeris Tikra. So the question comes back that why is it that we have the same Machlechs between our main Rabiudah on Yudal Menalv, as well as on Tesvav Menalv? We should only have one Mishnah on that. The Gemara says, Enochinami, really both the Mishnahis are not two separate Machlechs, they're both back Xeris Tikra. But say for Rabbi Yehuda, the Ka'amalil Ramea, that Rabbi Yehuda is actually responding to Ramea, and he's saying, Why do you say there's a problem by boards that are four tvachim or more? Mishum Zeris Tikra, because of a problem that looks like a roof. I hold that in Chanami, you're correct that there is a Manda Oma, and that is namely Beishame, that holds that there's a problem with Zeris Tikra. However, Beisil is not Gaiza, and therefore the Psak should be like Beisil, and how can you be going like Beishame? On that, the Gemara says, Ramea responded back to Rabbi Yehuda. That it was never between and Beisol, and therefore, really, this second Mishnah is just an explanation and a continuation of the previous Mishnah. And the Gemara continues, and as we just explained, that this entire Gemara was going like Shitas Rav, and the Gemara says, Rav, the explanation we just gave in our Mishnah and the previous Mishnah works out according to Rav the Amma that he holds that between Ramein Rabbi Yehuda is when you have four Tfachim as the actual width of this piece of wood. The Rabbi 
is like Xeris Tikra. Quint Rabbeinu is a problem of Xeris Tikra. Rabbi Yudah less like Xeris Tikra. Quint Rabbi Yudah, you never have a problem of Xeris Tikra. El Lishmul, a Quint Lishmul that says the Amar B'sheim Ben Abba Machlekes. Al Yesh Ben Abba Dibra Kolpsula that the only time that there's Machlekes is only when you have a board that's less than four Tfachim, and even though the board is less than four Tfachim, Rabbi Meir says it's still a problem of Xeris Tikra, and Rabbi Yudah says it's not. But if the board would be four Tfachim wide, then even Rabbi Yudah would agree that it's possible because we have Xeris Tikra. Then safer but my plugin in our Mishnah, what's the Machlekes? We're definitely speaking in our Mishnah about a board that's four Tfachim wide because we're talking about Tikra in Lamaziva, and like Rashi said in the Mishnah, Stam Tikra ben Sarm Sheish ben Abba. A standard roof is made with boards that are four Tfachim wide, and therefore, Lechayah, how can it be that's Machlekes and our Mishnah? Everyone should agree there's a problem of Xeris Tikra. And the Gemara now answers, but Betulay Tikra come if it'll be Masav a Butler Bahaki, or Masav Bahaki like Butler. Then in the Chinami, our Mishnah is talking about boards that are more than four Tfachim, and therefore, of course, you should have the Xeris Tikra. However, Rabbi Huda in the Shita Basil says the following interesting idea. He says, if you have someone that comes to be Masachic with boards that are four Tfachim wide, we tell him, of course, you can't do that because of Xeris Tikra, because we're concerned that maybe at some point he'll go and sit in this house and he'll say, just like I did the other time that I sat in a sukkah that was made of boards that were four Tfachim wide, I could also sit in a regular house, and of course, that's not good. Rabbi Huda says in our Mishnah, the actual case was not where you're coming to make a sukkah. You're actually finding a house that's already made, you just don't have the plaster on it. And therefore, at this point, you realize that there's a problem over here. This person knows that a bias is not kosher sukkah, and therefore he goes and he makes some sort of change. He's mefakvik. He loosens the boards. Then you're showing that I do understand that there's a problem of sitting in the house, and therefore the xeris tikra doesn't apply to such a person. And that's why Rabbi Huda is machsha at least for Basil. And Beishame argues in that and says that there still is a problem of xeris tikra. And Ramea argues on that point itself and says that there's actually no machlokes between Basil and Beishame. And both Beishame and Basil agree that there's a problem of using these boards that are more than four tefachim and therefore the only way to actually be machshed the sukkah is to be neutral achas bim and create an area that's seven by seven tefachim which would have kosher schach and the Mishnah continues if someone makes the roof of a sukkah out of beams of metal or out of sides of a bed and both of these materials are actually possible for schach because metal is a clean number one and it's ain gedulim in akaka and the Gemara will explain that the sides of the bed are also something which is double makabal tumah and therefore they're possible for schach so the din is if you have space and a gap between these pieces of schach puzzle and he fills this gap or the air space with schach kosher and now you have schach kosher that's 50% and schach puzzle that's 50% then the din is that it's kosher and the Gemara will explain how could it be kosher if it's only 50-50 and the mission continues lastly sukkah in a sukkah if someone hollows out a haystack in order to make for himself a sukkah that's not a sukkah and this is the classic case of tasavoy minasoy since you're making a sukkah without actually taking schach and placing on a sukkah, but you're hollowing out the inside of the sukkah, and mainly you have schach, that is going to be a psal of tasav loim and asri. And the Gemara begins and says, this din that we just said in the Mishnah, when you have 50% of schach kosher, 50% of schach puzzle, that the sukkah is kosher, should be the tifta to the din of Rav Huna Breda Rav Shua, the imam because we learned, and this din is b'degeya Shabbos, and b'degeya making mechitzas on Shabbos, parts kaimit, if you have a situation where you have the gaps, or the open space of a mechitza, that's exactly the same as the wall part of the mechitza. Papa says that's mutter to carry there. Rav Huna Breder of Yeshua Amar also. And Rav Huna Breder of Yeshua says that it's also to carry there because since it's 50-50, therefore we don't look at it as a mechitza. The Gemara's question is that Lefir Rav Huna Breder of Yeshua, how could our Mishnah say that when you have 50% schach kosher and 50% schach pasul, that it's a kosher sukkah, lechur, there should be a problem because it's 50-50. Am lechur Rav Huna Breder of Yeshua, on that Rav Huna Breder of Yeshua says, my kemaisan, and our Mishnah when we said, in Yeshua Rav Huna Kemaisan, that Shira is benichlis for Yaisi. It doesn't mean it was exactly 50-50, it meant that the space and the gap that you made was a little bit larger than the schach puzzle that was next.
next it. And when you created the gap, you left enough space in order to have enough space to maneuver and make sure that the Srach Kasha is easily able to go in and be removed from that space. And Rav Huna Breda Rav Shu is therefore explaining that our Mishnah is actually where the Srach Kasha is more than the Srach Pasal, and therefore the Srach Kasha is the Raib. And we turn to that Tazbav and Beis, and the Gemara is that your Teretz is presupposing that there's a situation whenever it says, in Yesh that it's impossible to be exactly the same, and therefore we're going to say that it was a little bit extra space. But it's not impossible to make something exact, and therefore the Chayyab Pashup Shat in the Mishnah over here is that when it says, in Yesh it means it was exactly 50-50, and that's Kasha, even though it's Paritz Kaimit, and therefore again is a Kasha Rav Huna, Breder Rabbi Shua. Now just as a side point, we know that there's a Gemara all over Shaft that says that it's E-Efshelet Samtim, so what's the Gemara over here means by Efshelet Samtim? So maybe Pshat is that over there in most Gemaras, we're talking about, for example, when you have the Oren that's going to fit within a set box, it's impossible to get it into the set box. If it's 10 Amis and the Mishkan and the Kaddish Kedoshim was 10 Amis, that's impossible. However, over here we're talking about something that's movable and therefore it's very possible that all you have to do is move over the Schach puzzle a little bit, fit the Schach Kasha in and make it exact and then move it back to be 50-50 and therefore it is Efshelet Samtim. On that, the Gemara answers, Ami disagrees and he says that in a Chanami, even though the Mishnah says a it just means that it was actually more space and therefore the Schach Kasha was more than the Schach Puzzle and therefore it was Raib. Zat Gemara, Rav Amar, Rav says in other terms, I feel that maybe you're talking in a case where it was exactly 50-50. If you would look from the inside of the Sukkah and you would look upwards, you would actually see 50% of Schach Kasha and 50% of Schach Puzzle. However, what we're talking about over here and therefore it's not a problem according to Rav Huna, Brady Rav Shua is actually where the Schach Kasha was more than Schach Puzzle on top of it because the whole point of having these Shpudin and having these spits of metal that were on top of the sukkah were not acting as actual schach. They were acting more like beams that would hold the schach on top of it as we do nowadays. And if these metal beams, which were puzzle schach, were placed to the length of the sukkah, then to the width of the sukkah, they would be placing their schach. And if these metal beams or the actual schach puzzle were placed to the width of the sukkah, then they were placing the schach kosher to the length of the sukkah, and therefore they were overlapping the metal beams. And since they were overlapping the metal beams, of course they have more schach kosher then schach puzzle, and therefore it will be mevatel schach puzzle, and that's why our Mishnah is good, even according to Rav Huna because our Mishnah is not talking about a situation where it was fifty percent schach kosher and fifty percent schach puzzle. We're actually talking about the way it was a lot more schach kosher than schach puzzle. Just from the bottom of the circle, looking up, you would see fifty percent schach kosher and fifty percent schach puzzle. And now, based on the way we explain this Gemara, which is of course the Shitas Rashi, Taisus is in Taisus Diva Masal Ve'Efshlo Tzamtim, about six lines on the bottom of that Taisus, and he says as follows. How could Rashi say that you actually going to be say that the Tzach Kosher is now going to be Mavatl and Tzach Puzzle? The only time we say that there's a dinner bittel when you have Tzach Kosher together with Tzach Puzzle is only when the Mu'ur of Yachad that they actually are intermingled and they are not the end. And therefore we say there's a dinner bittel. But over here, all we're saying is that the Tzach Kosher was lying on top of the beams, which is Tzach Puzzle. And therefore, since they're not Mu'ur of Yachad, we never say a dinner bittel. And therefore, how can we say over here that it will be bottle? And therefore, look here, we should still have a situation where it's 50% Tzach Puzzle and 50% and Schach Kasha and L'Chari L'Divri Rashi it should still be Shver as to how Rav Huna Rav Shua learns the Mishnah and Taisus therefore learns our Sibya very differently I and Shum and we will stop over here